0: Verity for breakfast. For breakfast.
1: Ah, Auntie Phil's two cents or more.
0: Hey, Auntie Phil, straight into it this morning. Morea mm. residential college. There was a motion moved by the Nationals WA deputy leader Jackie Boydell, and we've had lots of Labor MPs voting against.
2: Yeah, well, this is my two cents and more because <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. Um, I just think, you know, I, I think a lot of uh, uh, rural and regional people are sick of the sort of metro-centric leanings. I know we've probably had a lot of beautiful things done with royalties for regions in the last uh, few years, but this is something that's uh, complementary service. This is an essential service for, you know, a college for rural students. And when you look at where all those kids come from that go to Mora College, they're from all over the state. They choose to engage in a rural education because that's what they want and that's what they feel comfortable with. And it just seems unfair that those kids are going to have to go elsewhere and possibly their parents will have to spend a lot more money than they are either prepared to or, or able to, to educate their kids. And it's, it's pretty stressful on parents educating children if they do have to
0: pay. We've spoken about it, you know, a bit before, before when it yes. when it broke out, but it's just continuing on. The fight's still continuing on, yes. and just last week they broke ground on a sixty-eight million dollar inner city high school,
2: and other things that have been spent around the place. And I just think, oh, well, you know, sure we can find enough money for a a footy arena, but which you know I know obviously we had to have eventually. But, you know, we can't find some, you know, some money to... Uh, just to you know, keep operating. They don't
0: even want to redo the whole building, They'll do the whole yeah, school. It's I've just seen to...
2: pictures where they said, oh, look at the cracks in the walls. And I think, wow, you know, and oh, there's asbestos. Well, I think if you if you travelled most of our regional, well, and probably metropolitan schools, there's lots of schools, etc. and colleges that have asbestos because that's, that was a, an easy to use material in days gone by.
0: Yeah, look, thanks for your two cents and more this morning on it, and I'm sure it won't be the last time we Absolutely. discuss it. Absolutely. Save more a college.
2: We need more regional education. Verity
0: for breakfast.
2: For breakfast. <laughs>
0: Our Northern Police report the celebration of chocolate is going to be here before I know it and in terms of Easter, of course, we've got the traffic campaigns coming into play.
1: Yeah, we do. Celebration of chocolate. <laughs> That's a, it's a great way to put it. I, um, <laughs> I hope people keep their money in their pockets so they can celebrate by purchasing a bit of uh, chocolate. I guess the best way to do that is not donate it to the coffers and uh, generally... Um, the way that they do that is uh, by speeding or not wearing their seatbelts or drink driving. I guess that's a good segue into the fact that you know local police throughout the Wheatbelt, particularly here in Northern, will be out and about in force over the long weekend. I guess a lot of people get used to us saying that all the time. It's just that constant message from the police. But really, you know, the community have to understand that our key role over this period of time is the enforcement. Really, really appreciate it if they uh, kept that money in their pockets and did the right thing over the whole period, keep everyone safe.
0: And demerit points come in to effect on the thursday night
1: thursday the 29th of march midnight through to monday second of april 2018 inclusive yeah double demerits apply to uh, a number of key offenses that we know as police lead to increases in death and serious injury on our roads and you know it's a constant reminder from us you know drink and drug driving speeding Failing to wear your restraints, red light offences if you're heading down into the city and uh, using a mobile phone, they're the things that we're looking for. Um, and you'll feel the uh, the full brunt of enforcement from local police if we catch you doing the wrong thing.
0: Speaking of catching people doing the wrong thing, there was a bit of a burglary that happened on the 25th. Yeah, look,
1: Sunday morning, early in the morning, there was a, uh, a report of a burglary on Kennedy Street. We're looking for a number of dark skinned males that were seen in the area shortly after distinctively they're wearing baseball caps that had like a a green or aqua handwriting script on the front of them both of them were wearing the same sort of cap so i'm just wondering out there in the community if anyone knows anything about um, whether or not there was an event on in town um, that these were part of some celebrations or uh, whatever the activity was Um, you know sort of a black or dark blue baseball cap if anyone's got any information that can help us, I'd love you to call the Northern Police Station and speak to Constable Jacob on nine six two
0: two four two six zero. How did Molly go with her fundraising for the floorball?
1: Oh, she did really, really well. The cake stall that she participated in really drew a lot of uh, donations from the community. Um, You know, people were turning up with cakes and um, all sorts of goodies. But more overwhelmingly was a lot of the people who just came up and um, donated cash to Molly so that she had the opportunity to go to Switzerland and and represent Australia. That really caught us by surprise and was really quite humbling. The the actual amount of support that we've been given by the uh, northern community has just been... It's really humbling, that's the only word that I can say.
0: Well, that's really nice to hear. And, of course, we're going to back her. It's going to be... I can't wait to have a bit of a chat with her upon her return and see how it all went.
1: I'm sure she'll have lots of interesting stories to tell.
0: Verity for breakfast. breakfast.
1: Triple Triple M.
0: Elle Rule on the line with me, talking about our next lot of Lions Club markets that are coming our way. The 7th of April, they'll be coming around again. And another big lot of markets, Elle? Yes, absolutely. We're really looking forward to the next lot of
3: markets because we've got the Northern Soccer Club who's going to come along and do the sausage sizzle for us uh, They're raising funds for the community as
0: well and for their club. So that's really good. And just a reminder to any community groups out there that want to put their hands up and, and go forth in being able to fundraise, how do they go about doing that?
3: Oh, that's really quite simple. They can actually give myself a call or they can even contact you, Rarity, and I'm sure that you'd probably pass the number on to them. <laughs> so, you know, if they have a group that want to make some, you know, raise funds for themselves, they just come along to the markets and then we allot them a month that they can do a sausage sizzle or they can do make bacon and egg burgers and they can sell cold drinks and the funds that they raise, they then keep and that's their part of fundraising. So it's really a great opportunity for any sort of club in Northern to do that.
0: And, and pretty easy to organise. And how is the Lions Club fundraising going? I know that it's been a busy month for you? Oh yes, we have had a busy month. It's been
3: really fantastic actually and this month we are concentrated on raising funds for kids for cancer. So we've had a pretty successful time and raised the funds so we donate that through to the um, biggest barbecue which we just had and we'll raise those funds and we've also done a great morning down in the park couple of Sundays ago for Black Dog Ride which was really successful and of course those funds go to the people who really need it in regards to depression and that's a really black dog department for a lot of people they don't seem to be able to get past that point without a little bit of help so that's kind of what we do as well. We had a lady by the name of Larry Walker who was a first time lady to organise it and she was kind of thrown in the deep end but she really did a fantastic job. They had over 200 motorbike riders which left northern at 10 o'clock in the morning and they traveled through to Wongan and around Kalingary and then back through to 2J and yeah really successful and such a great response from a lot of people in town out of town so it's really nice to see you know really is great a lot of people do a lot of hard work and to raise
0: lots of funds for that sort of cause. And it's a well-worthy cause for sure. And again, if if people are wanting to get involved not just in fundraising for their own clubs but want to, in fact, actually join the Lions Club and get involved with all of that, again, just those contact details? Myself, which is a phone number of 409
3: or they can contact Wayne Morgan he's our president of the club or anyone they see at the markets they can certainly come up to any of us down there and just put their interest in and if they are interested in coming along to Lions we would certainly love to see them and they can come along to one of our
0: meetings and continue to come
3: so we would welcome anybody who would really like to join the Lions Club for sure
0: Thank you so much Elle for giving me a quick couple minutes of your time and speak to you very soon Oh, that sounds fantastic, Verity. Thanks for your time as well. Verity for breakfast. For breakfast. Triple M. Triple M. And how wonderful is this? Swim to Rotto and Beyond in the Central Wheatbelt and Avon Valley. In case you didn't know, there is a fantastic bit of a program happening at the moment. Welcome to all swimmers, all walkers, competing in the Swim to Rotto and Beyond Challenge. There is four weeks left until the end of the season. This is... Wonderful. It's about how far you can travel whilst in water. All competitors have a pool season to challenge themselves. Distance is gained on laps covered in the pool or walking. And this has all been organised by Sean Malone which is fantastic in training, at the training pool. At the moment, as we stand, this is according to the Ningen News from the show of training, which I'm sure it has changed since then, but Anna Ricchetti is currently in the lead. She's been doing a lot of walking, 53 k's worth in the water, which is pretty fantastic. Also, Nick Grogan's coming in. 29 kilometres to his name. He's been doing lots of the swimming. And Luke Yates, 20 kilometres, 600 metres. But Sean Malone, what a wonderful thing you've organised, the Swim Toronto and beyond in our very own training pool.